you most likely wouldn't repeat the details of your design projects from project to project, line for line. You probably never do that. But when it comes to marketing your design firm, actually sounding like a broken record, repeating yourself over and over and over again can actually set you up for success. This week, we're talking about repetition in your marketing. Stay tuned. Giving architects and landscape architects the tools and strategies to be seen, heard, and valued in the marketplace, and telling the stories of leaders building thriving design firms and attracting their ideal clients, this is From Architecture to Profitecture. I'm your host, Jake Krakowski. Let's get started. Fellow and future Profitex, hello, how are you? Welcome to this week's show, all about marketing like a broken record. Actually, Broken Record Marketing sounds like a good company name for a marketing agency, but I digress. Yes, this week we're talking about repetition, why it's so important to actually repeat yourself as you create social media posts, as you uh, come up with the, the messaging for your website or in just how you speak to, to potential clients and colleagues and consultants about who you serve and, and how you serve them. The repetition is actually your friend in this case. And again, while you wouldn't, you certainly wouldn't do that on a design project, now you can take construction details and repeat them, but you know, line for line, the, the forms that we create don't, don't often translate from, from project site to project site or client to client. But this week, I, I wanna talk about some strategies for repeating yourself, for sounding like a broken record that, that you can start to incorporate into your firm's marketing plan, your firm's marketing strategy. And at the root of this, though, I also want to talk about the elements that you have to have right, the elements that you have to have in place to repeat. Because if you're repeating marketing that's falling flat, it's really, it's wasting your time and it's not attracting, it's not engaging your potential ideal clients. So let's start with a few strategies here for, for repeating yourself, and then we'll get into the elements that I think you really need to have nailed down to make your marketing effective. The first thing that you should be repeating, whether that's on a monthly or weekly or daily basis, depending on how you, you market your design firm, is to constantly be asking your audience, your online audience. That goes for Instagram posts. That goes for shorter, shorter form feeds like, like TikTok or stories or YouTube shorts, uh, what have you. You need to always be asking your online audience, not just what they want to hear, not just asking for content ideas, although you can do that if you're short on ideas, but continuously ask them to engage. You need to tell them what to do. When you, when you put, a, put up a, a picture of, of that project that you've just completed or during a framing walkthrough, ask, pose questions to, to your potential clients. Start to allow them to, to see how your brain works, but but start to get feedback from them. Whether that's, do you like what we've done here? Do you like this detail? What else would you, what would you change? Do you have this in your home? How would you, how would you add this into to your business's uh, site to to make things work better? You need to be, you need to get in the habit of of asking your audience to engage with you. You can't just be putting out content and expect, expect the DMs to fly in and, and um, 
RFQs, RFPs to, to magically sh show up on your door, you, you need to be asking for that engagement in, in any marketing that you do. It's certainly harder when, it, when you think about uh, print ads, it's next to impossible in print ads. You know, the, the ask there is your phone number and your email address. With social media and with online marketing, we have such a, a huge opportunity to be asking questions, to be pulling them into your world, to, to help them understand how you work and, and how you can potentially help them. So you need to be, you need to be asking them consistently. And again, that goes especially so if, if you feel like you're short on content. If you don't know what to say, well, ask for help. Ask for help. You can ask your colleagues too, but certainly be asking anyone that, that you put out content to. And every single post should have some sort of call to action. CTA, as they call it, whether that's leave a comment below, whether that's drop me a, a DM if you want to, if you want to talk about your project, or you're you're commenting on the you're looking for a specific engagement on the post itself. What do you like about this? What don't you like about this? Do you have this in your home? How can you incorporate this into your business? Um, and th the idea of having those open-ended questions is important too. You can't just say check out our website, check out our website, check out our website having more open-ended questions also gets their brain, your audience's brain uh, going to show that you're thinking, you're thinking a little bit ahead or that, that you're thinking outside the box or that you're thinking differently, whatever it is. Be sure to incorporate open-ended questions into those CTAs. Again, not just call us or visit our website, as I see all, all too often, or most of the time I don't see any, actually. I don't see any call to action in, in a lot of um, a lot of online marketing from, from design firms. It's just a huge missed opportunity. So then the second, once you, once you've got content and you're putting it out there is to lean into what, what your audience likes, lean into what they like. Now that's not one aspect of that is the content itself. Do you have a, a certain feature, uh, on Mondays or, or Thursday, you know, you have a day dedicated to a certain type of post or a certain question or a certain live stream, that, that's great. Um, and if those are resonating, if you're getting engagement on that, don't, don't stop. <laughs> you need to lean in if the format is working. Again, whether that's a live stream or a photo or polls on Instagram stories or whatever it is, if a format, if you're getting engagement for a certain format, you need to lean into that. Even if you, it's your first live stream that you've tried and you're either terrified or you hate it, <laughs> hate being on camera, but it works, that's usually a sign, that's usually a sign that's something that you need to lean into. If there is hesitation or there's fear there and it's working, that usually means that's something you need to push into, you need to lean into and, and ask for, for help with that. Heck, DM me if you want help with, with going live. Um, or anything else marketing wise, but often where there, where there's, where there's a hesitation there is it's usually a sign of something you need to, to lean into. Um, so format, yes, but also the, the message, if there are certain, certain types of photos or photos of certain details or elements or questions that, that you're, that you're asking about that if certain content itself is resonating. If you're getting more engagement, whether that's likes or comments or, um, calls for, for proposals, whatever it is, you need to be leaning into that. You need to always be assessing how your marketing is doing, not just, not just scheduling content in some third-party scheduler and just kind of 
crossing your fingers and hoping hoping that it works. You need to understand what's working, what's not, and and play to your strengths there. Play to what's resonating with those potential clients and, and your audience uh, at large. The third strategy I want to talk about is repurposing content that has worked in the past. So if you've been asking your audience and you're getting engagement and then you're focusing on what's working and you're doing more of that, well, there's no sense in having to reinvent the wheel each and every week, each and every month, each and every post. You can certainly repurpose. And this podcast is is one example of it. Can I do a, a better job of repurposing? Absolutely. <laughs> it's in my 2021 plans. But this, you know, this starts as a live stream, then it goes to YouTube and it goes to all the, the podcast outlets as well. Can one thing that, that I'm looking to work on and that you could think about as well is whether you do a video or you do an audio uh, clip or you're a guest on a, on someone else's podcast is, can you pull audio? Can you pull an audio clip and upload that to say an Instagram post? Can you take a video clip and, and make a TikTok out of it? Can you take audio or video and start to make text posts? Can you turn those into blog posts, the, the full, the full transcript, or can you take these one-liners that you think are, are poignant or that, that tell your story as, as a designer, as a person in a certain part of the world or certain state of the country here, a certain city, or just anything that resonates with you, that you feel resonate with the audience, you can turn that into either a text post or, or a blog post, anything like that. There's so many ways to repurpose content these days. It's just um, the sky's the limit. I know um, Gary Vaynerchuk talks about having one video turn into 87 or 97 pieces of content. And he, he wrote a whole PDF on it on how to split this thing up and pepper the internet with it, which you can certainly do if you've got the time and the bandwidth. I don't. But, <laughs> but even, if you, even if you've got one or two platforms that you like to be on and that you think your potential clients are on, well, there's so many different formats of content that you can put, put out there just just pulling one piece of content apart. Pull it, pull it apart, rehash it, repurpose it. Now, the, the big thing about this is that you need to be organized. You really need to be organized and hopefully you've got, at the very least, a virtual assistant to, to help you with this, but you might be doing this all on your own, um, as I started out doing. But you need to be, whether that's Dropbox or Google Drive or whatever, having this, the, the single piece of content be it the podcast or the video or, or the written blog post or the, the written medium article, whatever it is, so that you can create these folders and then you can start to break out the content from that. And it's all housed around one piece of content. You really need to be organized so that, let's say you've got a week blitz on um, kitchen island details, if you're in the residential architecture space, or you're looking at different ways to to plant out detention retention ponds in the landscape field, and and you want to you want to spend a week on that. Heck, you want to spend a month on that. I I don't know. Get organized so that you've got you've got this bank of content, and maybe once a year you're visiting kitchen details as as the holidays approach and the big, relatively big cooking holidays of Thanksgiving and Christmas approach, and you're dedicating either October or November just to kitchens. That's a great, as a residential architect, that's a fantastic um, content strategy for, for a fall month because people are so focused on gathering and cooking come the end of the year. Um, 
but don't be afraid to rehash content you know, quarterly. It might even be the same darn post uh, every quarter. Now, would you repeat the same post every other week? No, um, that can get, obviously that can get stale <laughs> and, and people will pick up on that. Um, online audiences these days are absolutely savvy. They will, as soon as they see the same post, you know, two or three times in, in recent memory, it's, it's gonna actually have a bad taste in their mouth. Now that said, especially when you look at something like Instagram, only 3% of your organic audience actually sees your posts anyways, if they're not following you and engaging consi consistently. So on one hand, I do say you can, all, you can never post too much content, but at the same time, you don't want to repost the same four posts you know, every other week for the entire year. That, that's not going to serve you or your business, I don't think. But you certainly need to be organized on, on how, you, how you set those up. And then checking back in with the analytics again, checking into what's working, understanding what's working, what's not. If you see engagement on a certain type of post that's that's falling flat, certain type of content that's falling flat, you may want to may want to come up with a new strategy. You know, it may not be worth your time or your VA's time or your staff's time, marketing staff's time, to keep rehashing stuff that just isn't working. You obviously need to, to understand what is. That's 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 half the part of running a business, right? Is understanding how your outreach uh, is there. My my mentor Jim Fortin. Um, when he asked, what do you do? He's kind of beating this into my head and, and all, all of his students is, you are a marketer first, then you are a practitioner. Because if you can't sell what you do, you're not gonna be in business very long. You are a marketer first and foremost, whether you like to think that way or not. When you are in business for yourself or in a partnership or corporation, what have you, and you are steering the ship, you are a marketer first. And that's in any any interaction, online or, or off. So we've got strategies to, to repeat yourself, to assume the role of the broken record as the firm owner, as the leader in your firm's marketing, what have you, but what all that repetition relies on and it boils down to is, is understanding who you are truly speaking to, who you are trying to engage, and what is the core of that connection? What is the real, what is the real connection that, that's being made in bringing potential clients into your world and then signing on the dotted line with those, with those ideal clients? So you definitely want to ask yourself, what is at the core of that engagement? What values are you putting forth in, in your marketing materials, in your marketing message that's resonating? It's not just the, the colors in, in your Instagram post. It's not just the layout of your grid. It's not just the fabulous lighting and, and camera setup and backdrop of your, of your live streams. It's more than that. The reason that clients are signing on with you and your firm is, is because of the deeper level connection that, that you are making. And you need to understand what that is. And if you don't, you need to be able to take a step back or get, get outside input, sit in silence and really understand why are they, why are they liking this and not this? Um, why has this resulted in you know four projects over the last eighteen months? Why is this content resulting in that? And, and really dial in. What are the what are the values that are again that are being that, that's the biggest thing for me. What what values are you putting forth into the world where, where this connection is is truly being made? It's it might be aesthetics as well, but it can't just be solely aesthetics. It needs it goes on to a goes into a more emotional level, a deeper emotional level that's, that's resonating. 
there. So be understanding that. And then of course, who is at the core of this engagement? What, what's the, the pool of clients that, that you're trying to attract? What do they stand for? What do they, what, what values do they hold true that you can begin to, to understand and, and resonate with? And this, this gets down into an identity level. Who do they identify with? You know, when you see a, a lot of commercials, when you see a Red Bull commercial, when you see a Mercedes commercial, yes, Mercedes features the car pretty heavily, but they are Mercedes, Lexus, Acura, whoever. They are appealing to uh, to folks at an identity level. It's not just the the zero to 60 speed and, and, the, and the type of brakes and the the interior finishes well that's all that's all part of of the commercials i know but they are they're appealing to people at an identity level red bull they're not talking about sugared or aspartame flavored drinks they're talking about lifestyle it's all about lifestyle with red bull that's that's the best example that that i like to give apple is another great one you know they first appealed that when they really blew up they're appealing to the creative that that strove to be different be different. Remember that. Remember that campaign. That's really, I think, what set them what set them apart. That they're not just talking about the guts of the computer, the overpriced guts of the computers. I'm an I'm on an Apple right now, so what can I say? But um, they appealed at an identity level, and your marketing needs to do the same. And once you can tap into that, once you can find the identity of the clients that you want to reach and that you really want to work with, that you've had the most success with historically in in your design firm in your projects, that is something that you should just repeat over and over and over and don't let go. Lean in and don't let go. Because if you found that and you found fulfillment and, and success with that, well, you are set. But how do you find all that? How do you find out what what the the messaging is to to engage with your potential ideal clients on that deeper identity level? Well, I want to introduce, or rather, I want to encourage you to pencil in a few weeks from now, February 23rd and 24th, beginning at noon Eastern each day. It's going to be a two-day boot camp uh, positioned to profit where, where we are going to, we're going to dig into these ideas. We're going to dig into um, the identity level of, of your potential ideal clients. And, you know, not, it's, again, this isn't going to just be your, your typical client avatar exercise, you know, this is Susie. She, she drives her Mercedes and her family brings in this much a year and she has 2.6 kids and, and a dog and a half. And she lives in this part of the country. Um, it's going to, we're going to get into it at a, at a deeper level. So you can start to incorporate some of these things into your, into your marketing. And then, you know, we're going to talk about the ways that you can, that you can connect with with those potential ideal clients from a marketing message level so that they are getting to know you before they even meet you. That's what your marketing, that's what your online content should be doing for you. It should be doing most of the selling for you. Otherwise, it's all it's all a big waste of time, in my opinion, you know, considering the low organic engagement on Facebook and Instagram these days. And maybe you're into paid advertising and that's that's great. Um, but you need to have you need to have your messaging and and your your identities your client avatars they need to be all really dialed in if you're gonna certainly if you're gonna spend money uh, on advertising but if you're going to to repeat yourself 
over and over ad nauseum about uh, who you serve and, and how you serve them. So I want to invite you to, to that boot camp uh, happening in a few weeks here. Again, pencil in the 23rd, 24th come uh, next week's uh, live stream. I'll have all um, the waitlist page set up a destination for you to go to to learn more about that. I'd love to have you join me there. So I'll leave you with a quote this week all about repetition from one of the marketing greats, Zig Ziglar. Repetition is the mother of learning, the father of action, which makes it the architect of accomplishment. Now, I have only heard the first part of that quote before, but I found this just this week and doing a little research here. I think that's fantastic. Um, that it's it's not just the thought behind everything, it's, it's how you execute. And it's of course about the end results, right? Because if we are not in business making a profit, we are not truly in business, at least for very long. <laughs> so if you haven't already, hop over to Apple Podcasts, leave me a review, five stars, hopefully. Love to hear how you are liking the show. And any other questions, feel free to shoot me a DM, Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram, at Jake Krakowski. And until next week, everyone, make it a great week because our success is inevitable. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you stay up to date with future episodes. Connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn at Jake Krakowski. And for show notes and much more, visit profitexturebydesign.com slash podcast.